Bad things happen in Philadelphia. Bad things. To the 40, 35, into the 30, cut back 25, into the 15, 10, 5, touchdown! This is the best bad idea we have, sir. We are the Driveway Athletes. I'm Jack, joined tonight by Ed, and we are back. We're back. Back and better than ever. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be doing better if the lightning didn't just go up by a goal with under two minutes left. (laughs) Well, yeah, like the Flyers were up to nothing in this game. You know? They were, but the Tampa's a good team. It was going to be tough yeah. to, you know. For sure. Defending Stanley Cup champs. They're all right. It's back to back. The Sixers. No Embiid. They're, they're kind of sliding a bit here. To be expected when you don't have, yeah. like, a top three player in the in in the league, and, right? And they didn't have Harris either. You know, they, they've had some – they've – kind of got bit by the injury bug a bit and covid protocols and all that stuff so i just think that's worried i'm not worried that's kind of going to be the reality for sports for the foreseeable future not just like the covid um like having to be out but like um also just like more injuries like i think that just like practice time over like the last two years um body you know how it goes when you're not in motion anymore your body tightens up and Mm -hmm. uh i just think we're seeing it with football too right like and that's kind of what you and i are here to talk about but it's tough to to be okay you know it's um so um yeah we're here it's been two weeks right did we miss two full weeks or a week and a half at least a week and a half. Um, you know, you moved into a new home. That takes a shit ton of work. <laughs> Still not done, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we we had to put it on pause for, for a little bit here. So, yeah, we're here. Um, we'll do a quick check-in before we start talking kind of uh week 11 jeez week 11 yeah man so you're in two leagues where are you sitting so in our home league i'm i'm sitting at a uh nine and one record (laughs) not too shabby considering like your number one pick was out you know uh yeah four, four fifths of the season yeah um Got some, and we'll get into it. Like, the Flyers just tied it. Oh, nice. Um, Eight seconds left. <laughs> um, but go on. My wide receivers have kind of like picked me up a bit. Um, so we can we could talk about that a bit. And then in my other league, I am six and four currently outside of the playoff picture because this particular league gives 
points for like basically like you get a point you get points for your wins and you get points for like scoring in the top half of the league per week. So median points for yeah. a median score yep. point uh, or above and then points uh for just your head-to-head matchup. I'll yeah. tell you, like, that's like a scoring format that I, like, in theory like, but I wonder if we're solving for something that happens, like, once or twice a season. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it Like, I think we talked about this at the beginning. Like, I was personally looking for something that was different than what we were doing in our home league, which is pretty standard format you know yeah yeah i try like all three like all three of the leagues that i'm in are, are different and i i agree with you it's better to have like who wants to be, do the same thing three different times or two different mm-hmm. times so i i can understand that so where are you setting um so i'm second place in two leagues and then fighting for my playoff life um in our league <laughs> Um, so, um, I'm sitting at eight and two in second place, second most points scored, um, in one league. And then what I think is my best chance, I'm sitting at, um, seven and three. Um, that's my, my work league. Uh, I think that's my best chance to come home with a championship. So this is the the league with what Tom Brady and McCaffrey? No, no. Oh. This is a three receiver. My work league is a three receiver start, full point per reception. Um. So in that league, I have Mahomes, Swift, Devontae Adams, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, Hawkinson, and Jamar Chase. Mm. And then on my bench, I have. Gibson, Antonio Brown, Deontay Johnson, and Tyler Lockett. Like that Very team nice. is is pretty stacked. The team that's built similar to yours um, is still pretty good. Uh, I just think that that team in a three three receiver start and one flex full point per reception that team is built a lot better. But it is all also only a ten team league. Um, so I think that I said to you, like, my belief is when you get into smaller leagues, your margin for error is actually less, even though there's better, like you're going to have better players on waivers and every team's going to be good, which means you have to be great. You know, if every team's good, you have to be great. Um, so, uh, in that regard, I think that having like the third, fourth and fifth receiver in full point per reception, kind of set you apart um i'm of the opinion like i like it again i like it because it's different but i'm of the opinion that we've we tend to talk about and i and i feel like a broken record even though we've been off for two weeks we tend to talk about how running back doesn't matter or zero running back and i think that we've made rules that just favor receivers you know, and if we're going to do that, that's fine. I don't care. You know, like I'm not the, the president of fantasy football, you know, <laughs> like, um, but if we're going to do that, then we have to acknowledge that receivers are just going to be worth more. 
You know, that I well, don't think yes, that... we have to rank accordingly is what you're kind of saying. Like we tend to and not we, but like I feel like the industry definitely puts like a, a huge emphasis on the running back position. And I think that that makes sense for a very small select group. Yeah. Like, I think that it makes sense when it comes to McCaffrey. I think that it makes sense when it comes comes to Kamara, Henry, mm-hmm. you know, like um, El- Elliot, even though uh, he's been a bit more touchdown dependent than he has in the past. Um, those guys it makes sense for. Mm-hmm. Um the, those like the second round backs, I'm not so sure it makes sense for. Um, and it might make sense to, in a point per reception league, go after those those secondary but still big name receivers right. over. Like so, here's the thing: um, is we tend to. Um, Think, well, I want to back up. Like, this is something I said two years ago. Like, oh, I want, you need a good running back. So I want to make sure that I take a, a second running back because if my first running back fails, I don't want to have that much drop off. The reality is, is if your top running back gets hurt, whether you have a second, good second round or not, you're screwed. You're screwed. I'm sorry. Like, that's just the way it is. So trying yeah. to back it up with a lesser player, it just doesn't work. It doesn't mathematically work out. No. You know, like, you're better off. Do I think you need a great running back to really have a good season? Yeah, you, you probably do. But you're not going to find that usually in those second-round guys, you know. And if that guy gets hurt no matter what, you're kind of behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily that I was like, like disappointment was the right word because it's like I took this guy and he didn't cost me that early of a pick based on like, you know, the league format and whatever else. Like, I think I told you the what told you like the way the draft broke down, it got to be like the, I had like the sixth pick and I think it got to be the middle of the fourth round and he still was there. And I was like, well, at this point I got to take him, you know, like mm-hmm. it wasn't that first or second round pick commitment. But you have those three. Luckily, I still pulled out wins. But you have those three weeks in a row at the quarterback position where you and I have hammered home. You need 20 points. And you have three weeks where he doesn't get you that. It's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, I didn't no. take take a boom-bust guy. I no, took who he, should be a consistent guy. Correct. Um, kind of two surprises at wide receiver. Um, this far in the, is this far in the season is Debo Samuel um, and Jamar Chase, who like we knew he was talented, Chase, but I think we've always kind of said like it's hard playing wide receiver as a rookie in, in the NFL, um, and. Last year, Justin Jefferson was like, he kind of like bucked a trend. Now Chase is doing it the very next year. Yeah, I think 
you don't want to bet, right? Like if you're betting statistics and averages, you don't want to bet on career or record-breaking years. That being said, um, it, it it's another one of those things where a piece of news comes out and it becomes the story and maybe a bit silly. And I feel like in the preseason, you know, it was like, how early do you take Chase? How early do you take Chase? And then it, these stories about him not being able to catch in camp take hold. And then all of a sudden he's free or close to, you know, uh-huh. like goes from a fourth round pick to an eighth round or seventh round pick. Um, so we'll see with the rookies coming out next year because whoever the first rookie off the board is going to be is going to have big shoes to fill. Kind of what you're alluding to. Yeah. And um, I don't think it's a wise bet always. But I can I can say, like, we can see how, like, the future is shaping up a bit. So, like, Chase is going to be up there and uh, jo- Justin Jefferson is going to be up there. Um C.D. Lamb, I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to be like these are kind of going to be the future of like these the are going to be rotation. yeah these are yeah. going to be your late firsts, early seconds, mid second wide receivers, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I will say, like for that next receiver coming out, I think that we forget that like any of the models that I saw with Jamar Chase was like, he was a 99, 99th percentile prospect. Yeah. You know, um, this wasn't just a receiver that happened to go pick four. Like this was a highly graded by every model guy. And not that we've never seen those kind of guys fail because it does happen. But like this wasn't just your average early first or, or first round wide receiver, you know. Like this is a special talent. Um, and then I'll I'll add in there like Devonte Smith too, like who is like starting to you can kind of see like come into his own a bit, and like each week is getting better and better. So like you know I, he's sitting yeah. at twenty four right now. I, I just think that's a deceptive somebody, 24. That's a deceptive 24 because like a bit of a slow good, start, yeah, you right. know, like um, we'll see where he ends up. But sometimes these guys don't finish in a top 12, even though like the la- back end of the season they are a top 12 guy. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's encouraging to see him. I, I always, I don't mind like a rookie starting off slow and, but to, to be expected. Strong, yeah, right? it should be expected. Yeah. You shouldn't expect a rookie to have a great se- Look, it's the NFL. It's pr- it's hard to have a great game week in week out. Let alone a great season and then a great season week, you know, year in year out. There's that special ability and he looks like a special type player. Um, I'm not usually a fan of the smaller receivers, but that being said, Look, the guy's just a tactician, man. Like, yeah, what I else mean, can you say about him? He's a, pers- route yeah, yeah. a precise route runner. My only... I want to see, and I don't even care if Hurts, they're going to go into Hurts next season. I think he and Devonta Smith together, Devonta Smith will have a decent year. 
as hard as I've been on Jalen Hurts, I think he can sustain Devonta Smith as a good receiver. But we don't know what the turmoil in the Eagles organization may or may not look like. Like, There's been rumors that Sirianni won't be here after one year. You know, like, mm-hmm. so we'll see what the turmoil fully looks like, and maybe we'll overvalue turmoil or undervalue stability, you know, like, or overvalue stability. We'll see. But he's looked like every bit of the player worth taking where he was taken in the NFL draft for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, like there's, there's players obviously, right. That, that are surprises and disappointments and everything in between. Um, I think that Cooper, you know, like Cooper cup, uh, has been pretty great. Um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I would uh, say so. Like uh, I'm looking at his, his, uh, points right now. Like he's leading the second receiver, Debo Samuel, by like thirty plus points. Yeah, I mean a monster game. That's, you know, that's yeah, an additional like, monster game. He's averaging seventeen a game. Um, yeah, that's huge. Uh, so it, you know, obviously Stafford joining has. That's really helped him. For say. sure, for sure. Now yeah. Robert Woods is out, and you don't know what defenses are going to change or not change or whatever. But um, it's going yeah, to be. I'm in- wondering, like, yeah, like, does what's what's the story with Odell? You know, like, I think that expecting great things would be silly. Um, like is I, he kind of burnt out? Like what, what? Yeah, like I wasn't expecting something from him last game because it's it's hard to enter a new offense. You know, like if you if you watch that game, you saw like he was not playing like in the red zone. I mean, there's a reason for that. He just got there, right? But his career trajectory has not it's on the down I guess oh yeah Yeah. for sure and I think that like he's what he tore his ACL last year um and I don't know like it's tough to deal with someone that's a malcontent like that Mm -hmm. um when you're trying to build something, you know, and for whatever reason with him and Baker, it didn't work. And maybe Baker's not the long-term answer in Cleveland. But I don't know that it's necessarily when you're in like week eight, nine, it's necessarily a good thing to be trashing or having a family member trash. So yeah, I, sure. I, I think you're chasing fool's gold, I guess is my point. And that doesn't mean you don't take a second round running back if you took one of the big receivers. You know that there might not be value, but thinking that you're gonna you're gonna buttress or you're going to um, save your season because your first round back went down, I don't think it works that way. No, like I guess like uh, when we're like looking at these players, like 
we're taking second running backs. Like, for instance, like, I feel like people were taking, like, Gaskins as their second running. That's, like, I almost feel like that's a wasted pick right off the bat. I don't know. I don't mind the player if he's not costing you where he's costing you. You know, like, and I know that we talked a lot about, like, well, what's the difference in eight picks? I'm not talking about that. I'm saying if if my choice in the early third round is between Gaskin or getting, you know, a good wide receiver, I think that the receiver is the way to go. Or I know he's, quote, unquote, a bust. I think I'd still rather have Waller. You know, like, if position scarcity is why we make the argument for running back, then why aren't we making it for tight end? Well, I mean, the only reason why is because you only start one of them, right? Yeah, but there's only, like, four good ones, you know, like, or three good ones. Yeah. Um. So even though you only start one, basically if you don't have one of those three, you're hoping to get the guy who gets a touchdown. You know, like... Is that really a good a good way to go about this? Like my I'm of the opinion now, like and I never would have done it like I guess maybe years ago, but like I'm of the opinion now that Travis Kelsey's worth a pick at six or later in the first round. Yeah, I mean like if you're taking him and then you're backing him up with like I uh, like like you would have to almost go zero running back, but like you take him and then you're taking like a really great wide receiver. You're, you're in pretty good shape because he's basically, you're starting another, even though he's in the tight end position, it's like you're starting another wide receiver. The point, the point differential between him per game and the other tight ends that your average league person is going to start is, what nine plus mm-hmm. that's just making up for another position so i guess my where, where i'm getting at and maybe i'm taking a very long road to get a short distance but like where i'm getting at is like all right you take a second round running back well, what are they actually getting points per game 10 12 right is mm-hmm. it worth it to get that because you could probably the repl- the cost versus replacement isn't that much Right. You, you know, like minus a couple players that fall to weird spots, you know, but like those those RB2s that come off the board in the late second, early third, late third, early fourth, um, the cost for repla- verse replacement, I don't know that it's justifiable to pass up on the cost first replacement on a Kelsey. I just think the difference of nine to ten points is going to do you better. Like, it's going to do you better than that ten points you're getting out of your running back when you could probably find someone who's going to get you six. Right, the cost versus replacement. There's four. Right. You know. So, like, as we sit going into what week eleven. Hmm. Um. I got to tell you, like, the biggest surprise is James Conner. <laughs> he's sitting yeah, at he, five right now. A I lot mean, of touchdowns. A, a touchdown machine. Like, yeah. Is this like reminiscent, reminiscent of like a couple years ago? Did, 
I feel like he scored a lot of touchdowns when he was in Pittsburgh. There's like, you know, two to three yard like touchdown carries. Like he was like money there. Well, yes, but also like he was the workload is different. Like he his his touchdown to carry ratio was, you know, a bit off the charts. Plus, like the injury to Kyler Murray helps. Right, like in that regard to getting that opportunity and, and Edmonds yeah. is hurt, you know, so like True, you're right, yeah. Um he was just the guy. Well, there's game, they lost in a shootout. Um but so it just yes, surprising. I don't know that I would make a, a bet like that next season that he's gonna repeat, but no. If all things are the same, you right. might have to take them more seriously, you know, like, but now are you surprised that Jonathan Taylor sitting at one? Mm. Like he's somebody, he's somebody next year that you he's may He's probably the top three pick. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. I mean, if all things stay the same, he should be a top three pick next season. Because he's catching. Like, the thing that we didn't expect him to be doing, he's catching. Um, which he should be. He's a difference maker when the ball's in his hand. You know, like, why did it take so long for the coaching staff to remember how good he was? You know? Um, but I'm of the opinion, if all things stay the same and they don't do something weird, like bring in Melvin Gordon or something... Um, he should be a top three pick. Uh, am I surprised? No, because I think that, I don't know. I think we as an industry, I think we faded Taylor based on an offensive line and Carson Wentz injury, which it's not always wise to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not surprised. I think I still had him inside my top 10. I'll have to double check my work there, but I, I believe that I still had him in my top 10. And like we talked about in the off season, like when someone's inside like your top, like from six earlier, it's not always that you think there's a lot of, there's a lot of math you do to figure out what separates people. And Taylor to me, when healthy represents top three upside, not many players have that. No. Um, yeah. Like, so. I can see definitely like next year he's he's a top five pick for sure. Now he, here's He was at ten for me, I think, at the end, and that just came down to I guess maybe right like I said, we all overreact sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So you had said to me maybe a week ago, possibly, that like Mahomes was your kind of I don't know if you said disappoint disappointment in a yeah, pick. And then he drops like fifty points. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's sitting was, that's my he's sitting at at one right now. Like Yeah. So he's kind of where he should be, obviously, you know. Well, what you took, like, here's the thing is like, yes, right in total points. But you, like, my opinion of Mahomes was always that what you're getting there is not the, like, Lamar Jackson 
or like where it's like it's going to be 50 and then it's going to be 15. Like you're taking Mahomes because he's going to steadily be that quarterback, top like five quarterback. To 30. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there, there had to be a stat correction because, look, betting that Patrick Mahomes forgot how to play football and Andy Reid forgot how to coach football is stupid. You know, so like mm-hmm. you're starting quarterback. I just don't know that that is a good look. For anybody, right. you know, like, um, and it, so he forces his way out and I don't, I'm not so sure the last time I've seen a wide receiver or anything, but maybe a running back change teams this far into a season and be successful. Mm-hmm. And I think when we look at it, we're going to look back at a guy who is like really talented, but injuries probably added up. Yeah, I, um, you're you're probably right there. You know, and also like probably not the best of teammates. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. So one another surprise that I'm I'm kind of saying. So Josh Allen's sitting at second right now amongst quarterbacks and but then when I look I go to wide receiver not that this is bad or anything like but like Diggs is sitting at 13 um it's bad if you're the, if that was the first receiver you're t- you took yeah like Diggs is probably going what like 14 15th pick somewhere yeah. in that area like wide receiver four yeah maybe in some leagues too you know, yeah. like, and so like I'm looking like he's sitting at 99 points right now. Um, which is like, let me say it's like 75 points behind like a Cooper cup. I mean, that's a lot. It is. Um, your only hope right now is that like you're getting towards playoff time, and that mm-hmm. he just gets hot like he did last year. Yeah, that's true. Very true. You know, um, that's all you can hope for. And it's not like he doesn't have it in him. So that's got to be your hope right now. But you, I would say you're disappointed, but you're not going to be as disappointed as if you drafted, say, Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Robinson. Or Cal- Cal- or Allen Robinson, yeah, Calvin Ridley yeah. or Allen Robinson. Um, Ridley's a different story. Um, I just, how can the? It's just amazing to me, like how the industry can be so wrong on a player. Well, I don't know that. I don't know that anybody was. The work can be right, and the final product can be wrong. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley remains a very talented player, but it was clear something was wrong, mm-hmm. right? So he needs to he misses the game in Europe for personal reasons, and then a few weeks later, um, needs to take a step away from football, and he never looked right this whole season. Um, they're saying some mental health issues. I don't want to speculate too much on what that could or couldn't be. But I think because it's mental health and it's not like, a, oh, he, you know, is dealing with a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we tend to, as humans, see it. I'm not going to say see it different in that we don't believe it's real. Just see it different in expectation. Sure. We, you know, because it's a mental health thing, we we expect someone to be able to perform if they dress. And I just don't think he was there. You know, and yeah. I don't think we were wrong. Like, I think the guy's still talented. I just think, what can you what can you do? You know, like in a, in a time like this. Again, and I know that we're sick of saying it, but in years like no other, it's tough to really know what people are dealing with. Everybody's been isolated a lot, and last year was weird, and sure. I don't know if people develop bad habits. You, you just don't know. And um, so it's it's tough to say because I'm going to judge Calvin Ridley like he's been dealing with an injury since week one. And yeah, we're just going to, you know. I, I, that's kind of how you need to do it for sure. Yeah. Um, Robinson, on the other hand, he, he he's played every game. Robinson is a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. And in Robinson's defense, that offense has been a mess. It has. But been. he you can't take him off the hook because he's part of it. You know, yeah. but that offense is a disgrace. Like hit and his like he's never played with like a great quarterback, right? But he's always performed well. Yeah, other than the year he tore his ACL, yeah. Did this year catch up with him? Like, I just think there's multiple problems. Like, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna sit here and say that a, a wide receiver can't produce on a bad offense. They can, right? But you've got rookie quarterback, not great offensive line play. Maybe a bit of a project rookie quarterback. Like, I just... Mm -hmm. And they're not blocking well for him. You know, it's a bad bet. It was a bad bet. You know, like, and and we said, like, oh, even a rookie might be better than every other quarterback that he played with. Well, maybe if they could keep the kid in the pocket and upright. You know, I think the coaching staff is probably going to see a lot of turnover. Um, and we'll go from there. You know, I think for me, if I were Allen Robinson's agent, I think I'd be kicking the tires at Kansas City. Well, he's only on a, he's only on, well, the trade deadline's passed. That's right. Yeah. And he's only on a franchise tender. So I'd be kicking the tires at Kansas City. They've been searching for a competent second receiver. I think that's a good role for him to fill in this at this point in his career. Yeah, I agree. Um, they've brought in Sammy Watkins there. That hasn't really worked. They brought Josh Gordon there for his 19,003 tread. Um, they've, they've tried to find a second receiver. That, they drafted McCall Hardman, this Byron Pringle kid, you know, like they've tried a lot of different cast of characters. And I think that Robinson would be a really good fit there because he gives you something very different than Hill. He does. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that for, would, yeah, you're right. That'd be a terrific landing spot for him. Yeah. I think there, um, there's not real. I mean, look, if any player, any offensive player should want to go to Kansas city, but um, I think there would be a good fit. I think even Miami would be a good fit. Yeah. Um, you know, he wouldn't have to be the, the, the number one guy 
and but Miami's got to solve what they're going to do with quarterback, you know. So he'll end up in like Tampa, like yeah, with the <laughs> with a million other right, or, or San Francisco, you know, like yeah. Uh, Buffalo has a lot of receivers, or you know, like Tennessee, you know, it'll be somewhere that he's just his talent. He won't shine quite as bright, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. Look, I took I took the guy. It's the second time I've drafted him. Um, second time it's burned me. I drafted him the year he tore his ACL. Um, Should have known better, I guess. Uh, I'm cursed. Well, I mean, you can't. Obviously, we can't plan for an injury, but no, I'm just cursed when it comes to having Allen Robinson. Yeah, I guess. You know. <laughs> right. So that is what it is. What can you do? Right. Nothing. Like <laughs> that is, it yeah. just is, man. It just is. So, I mean, obviously, we haven't gone like game by game by for week eleven, but like, I think this was a good episode coming back. Um, and uh, I guess I'll be back tomorrow talking betting lines at the Parlay Prince. Yeah, I need to listen. Um. I've uh, I've lost. I, I bet I don't bet a lot, like five dollars here, ten dollars here. Um, didn't do too good last week, so I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be listening. You're gonna listen to the Prince, me and me and yeah, me and the, yeah. me and the Parlay Prince at yeah. those betting lines. Um, so yeah, we'll, I'll be back tomorrow. I think this was a good kind of get my feet back under me. I've been very busy mm-hmm. the last three weeks or a month i guess yeah between packing and moving is it's it, it sucks I mean, well and it's like i didn't have internet until yesterday right you know, so i couldn't even really do this um so i thought like would i thought you were gonna have to use like prodigy or something like that yeah yeah i'm just gonna send you smoke signals and we're gonna try and record it in. yeah um when somebody called it's gonna knock you off yep if you have call waiting. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully with our normal slot of two episodes. Hopefully, you know, you and I will be putting some furniture together on Sunday. Yeah, man. And maybe, you know, maybe make some wings or something with goju jang sauce. Sounds good to me. All right. Uh, we'll be back. I'll be back tomorrow with the parlay Prince William Anthony. You and Ed, you and I will be back next week. Uh, glad to be back. Glad to knock yep. the first episode back out. So good, good luck, good luck with your matchups this week, guys, and getting your hopefully your fa- your uh, playoff push is going. Um, we have to figure out what days we're going to record because it is Thanksgiving, and I doubt we're going to record on Thanksgiving night. So we'll figure it out, but we will bring you guys content next week. All right. All right. Until then.